This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data for November 6th, 2012, episode 1 of the fall season. Aldham gives you wings. Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? KT, guess what? It's time for Movember. Neanderthal Movember. Time to grow something out. But in this episode, Sybil says all, well, pretty much about everything in life. Alvheim gives you wings, and Monja hate this joke. All that more coming up. Okay, these shenanigans <laughs> begins in three, two. Fix your hair. That's uh, the best as I can. I can. One. Ah. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by boxes, boxes, and more boxes. Lots to review. Keep your eye on ktdata.net for brand new reviews oozing out of everything. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. I am KT Data. And I'm Dito, guys. What's up? And here's the book club anime podcast with a slightly modified... uh, format we're doing on here so hopefully we'll, you know we'll keep the conversations going a little bit more but first of all dito how are you doing man i haven't talked to you in a while been busy yeah it's been really busy kt but as you may notice that uh, i haven't shaved and this is because that it is uh, neanderthal november no, where you it's, pretty it's, much shave yourself november is so much better november november not, no, Mo. not November. Like, Mo, like flaming Mo. Yeah, flaming Mo, November. Ooh, that means you're gonna light your beard on fire. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna suck at first. Yeah, at the end of the month. <laughs> Can we watch. record you burning it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. It's like just <laughs> nothing like smelling like sulfur. All right, guys. So if you have never seen the Kita Anime podcast before, and I. W- you know, I forgive you. It's our first episode of our uh, fall season now. Fall. That means we've been fall. doing this for about a year now, Dito. Because we started with a fall season last year. Yes. Oh, Look how far. much we've covered and done. So many animes. So the idea is you go watch the anime. And this is kind of the book club of it. Where you come back. We discuss things. And, uh, you know, see where it goes. And probe each and other's probably, mind on there. But if fun of it. Yeah. If you and our three animes we're actually doing this season are Psychopaths, finishing off Sword Art Online, or as I call it, uh, um, we're gonna we might have to change the name to uh, AHO instead, and uh, Tonari no Kaibutsu Kun on there. So those are the three animes. If you haven't seen any of them, don't turn us off yet. Um, just head on, just click pause. Head on over to ktdata.net. We have links for all these shows and the episodes that you can watch and enjoy then come back and listen to some of our discussions and of course we're always taking feedback on what you guys think just email us at kita at ktdata.net so i think i got all the bookkeeping things done right dito spoilers guys spoilers spoilers um we might depending on how this format goes we might not go as in-depth spoiler wise as we used to but we might who knows um but Let's just go into our first anime right now. Mm-hmm. 
And our first anime is Psychopaths, and it's brought to you by Retro Workstations. Nothing like having a steampunk computer console. Alright, so our first anime is a brand new anime that we haven't seen before, and it's called Psychopaths. So let's uh, kind of give you a layout on how the uh, world's laid out now. So it takes place in the near future, not too far ahead, um, and it's possible to just instantly measure almost every facet of a life, including what you think, and quantify your state of mind, and it's processed into this number they call the psychopath. Pass, not psychopath. Wow, I just realized the correlation. Um, with, this in- with this information, the city's computer, because the city is actually run by a computer called Sybil, determines who is a potential criminal, what job you can have, what you, what, uh, you should eat during the day, and everything along with it. So um, that's kind of the basis of the world, the psychopath. Pass. Wow. So, <laughs> We're going to be saying this for probably uh, quite uh, the rest of yeah. the show, maybe. Yeah. So that's kind of how it is in Psychopaths. And our main character is uh, Sunemori Akane. And she's kind of the uh, new kid on the block for their um, criminal investigations department. Um, and then we also... she So her task is to kind of push these um, enforcers around. And they're actually criminal criminals or latent criminals as they call it that's when your psychopath pa- oh. psychopath <laughs> number goes beyond a specific threshold where you are considered a criminal and instead of being in solitary confinement these guys kind of work for the man on there and her job is kind of to chaperone them around and um the their nanny yeah pretty much um and then two of the latent criminals that you kind of see akane working with is a Kogami Shinya and uh, Masoka Tonomi, and they're they're kind of seasoned veterans. One of them looks like Spike Siegel, and the other one just looks like a old time cop transported to the future with a robotic arm. Yeah, yeah. It's funny they don't they don't really upplay that until you actually just see him. He has like a Luke Skywalker fake hand. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So the so. Let's just go into our first topic right here is just the idea of a psychopath where we've just gotten to the point where all our devices now just link into the central computer um, and it kind of just controls everything. And the thing is this num since, you know, we're human beings, we're complicated. We have good days. We have bad days. I mostly have bad days. Dito usually has good days. (laughs) (laughs) But... In this, it would also measure your stress level too. So, you know, in this case, it's like if you just had a really bad day or really, or just like someone cut you on the, off on the road and everything, and you're a so called psychopath, this goes into a certain level, they can trigger you and you go past one of these like uh, relay stations. It will kind of say, like, oh, this person needs to be brought in yeah. to see, see treatment. The funny thing is, they never actually show you getting scanned. But they mention it often in conversations like, I can't believe you got past the personality scan today or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so. That would really suck, though. Yeah. You'd just be sitting there like, you know, sitting, it's like maybe eating some food or anything. And then suddenly you just get some cops come to you. He's like, come with us, sir. Like, oh. Yeah. And they, they, they put you into rehabilitation. And it looks, it's actually sounds like this world's heavily, heavily medicated, too. Because oh, yeah. we we actually see in one of the episodes the avatar for Akane is like I suggest you take this pill right here to keep your uh, mental health good. So it, it's actually crazy how you you see this. It's even to the point where 
both the enforcers and um, Akane, the um, in, the inspector um, on there, they have these guns called Dominators. And um, kind of explain how the Dominator works, you know. Well, first off, it owns you, quite literally. Um, they mention this a couple, a couple times in there, self is just follow what the Dominator says. So you point, it's, uh, set, it's relays it straight from the psychopaths and Sybil and tells you exactly what their, what their mentality is, you know, whether it's, uh, whether they're a threat or not. And the, the trigger, the safety on it will unlock automatically. If that, if this person they're pointing at reaches that so-called potential. Yeah. But, and depending on your psychopath level, the gun unlocks different versions of it. Like the gun is capable of doing things from just stunning you to totally blowing you up. Tetsuo style. Um, yeah. Sorry, I had to think that in somewhere. <laughs> I had to. But it is. It's it's one of these like really interesting things too. But like you, as you see through the show, it it turns from this like little pistol into like this gun cannon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I, I thought I, I, when I first saw this gun, I thought it was really cool. But the more you learn about it, the more like I honestly hate this gun because you literally cannot use it as a regular weapon, since it will only fire specifically at people. And um, even the paralyzed, depending on where you hit the person, even I think the gun does a sist of aiming on top of that. So you just gotta right. get close on there. Depending on where you hit the person, you can take the person out for an entire day. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah, just don't aim for the spine. Try uh, not to. Yeah. And uh, what's kind of weird that I still kind of don't understand yet because they haven't explained it is the psychopath levels. They have a specific number, but ranges are in different colors. So you can go from what I can tell looking at a, scan- a screenshot of a scanner, it goes from orange to green. And the closer you are to green, the more potentially dangerous you are. Uh, most people are in a shade of blue-ish. Yeah, I think they said like um, teal blue or something like that. The one of the criminals that they were chasing there, like one ninety teal blue or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so they pretty much like said, "Oh, you're gonna get um, stunned." <laughs> yeah. So like this, this, this whole idea of the psychopaths kind of in, goes into our next subject is that the we, we learn about this world. It's this futuristic world where we have all this technology. It's kind of it's um it's uh not steampunk. It's more uh, cyberpunk. It's a cyberpunk world with a little bit of steampunk mixed in, but mostly cyberpunk on there. Um, you see all these cool things. They have crazy things. It's not too far off from our world. You know, you still have helicopters, you still have people and everything. But what is nuts is this entire city is controlled by a computer called Sybil. And there. Um, it's like, so the computer quantifies everything. From the day you're born, to the day you die, Sybil is like in control of your life. You have no decisions to make or anything. You just kind of just like the Matrix. Yeah, you kind of just follow on it, and like I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? You know, just having like a computer control every aspect of your life under the guise that it Sybil's doing everything to make your life perfect. You know, so you can have a happy life. Well, as they mentioned in the show too, when Akane was talking to one of the latent criminals, that she thinks like one of the old people, like before the whole uh, Sybil was uh, put into effect where everyone was controlled because she's just like i don't want my life to be like this you know i just kind of took it because this is the only path that was presented to me but i was wondering what kind of you know life i could leave you know so if you're born into this world i really don't know if your free will would ever would actually apply there but if we were put into it right now i think that would be kind of awkward 
well, because I know for a fact I would be considered latent criminal. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be doing a podcast for sure. That this is definitely oh, not yeah. like because you see the people in there, they they act like it's normal, which makes sense. You know, you're born around it, you kind of get it. But you first, when you first see the cities and stuff, you're like, oh, people can walk around; they're allowed to do whatever they want. But the more you look at it, is they're allowed a guise of freedom because like none of them are able to pick their jobs. Um, whatever they score on their test is whatever they get. So, you know, one of the characters of a con is just stuck waitressing tables and he's, that they're like, you're good at it. You know, that's what your score told you. Um, and the other one is just works at a blue collar job. Yeah. And you know, they, none of them really like their job though, but they're, they consider themselves happy. And that could, that might just be under the influence in the guise of the drugs that they're, sounds like they're overly overly medicated on and the fear of yeah totally doped up yeah and pretty much and the fear of just getting arrested you know yeah like i don't know if i could you know what this reminds me of did you ever read fahrenheit 451 not all of it um but this this kind of reminds me of how how that is where you know nobody's allowed to really read books and you know and Everybody just kind of just goes with the flow and watches TV and are more mindless drones than anything else. Like I, at this point, I think the computer has more life than most people who are living there. I mean, almost like now, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Oh man, um, but yeah, that the, the interesting point is like Akane. I thought she was just gonna kind of once you watch the first episode, you kind of get the feeling that oh, she's gonna be kind of a victim in here. But when when you start to learn more about her character is that she's kind of that ray of hope for humanity to get out of this system where there's just this preconceived conception that from the day you're born to the day you die, somebody else is going to tell something else is going to tell you what's going on. Instead, be honest, yeah. I thought she was going to die in the first episode. <laughs> really? I really thought she was going to die in the first episode because like, this doesn't seem like a very strong character, you know, yeah. first episode and second one's like, look at the intro. Oh, she's actually going to be a main character. Yeah. Got it. But, um, you know, she's had this luxury because she scored top scores on almost every conceivable place. Private companies, government companies. She could have picked any of them. But, and out of her class of like 500, she was the only one that qualified for the criminal investigation department. That's kind of where she ended up on there. Which is very odd because it's like, this is where I feel like I belong or what I want to find myself. It's just like, well, no, what, what she said was she took this to kind of discover who she is and that that kind of floors everybody else i'm like are you kidding me you have this luxury like we're told what we are like the latent criminals there's only two places they can go their dormitories and the criminal investigation department floor anywhere else they're going to get shot well this brings up another thing too i just want to bring up on that i find actually really funny I and mean, not really funny but kind of interesting it was their whole holographic uh, room slash clothing oh yeah see even your room you can it, i actually like the, this is kind of an analog of how the system is is the system gives you this false sense that you're safe you're secure you're happy and it's the same thing that happens with a room you can be anywhere you want um sleep anywhere and wake up the weather can be whatever you want but right when you leave the room it, it just becomes this empty hull of a house that's like cold and dark and there's nothing there um so i don't know uh, from watching the first two episodes you know what what's your impression of this anime and like what are you expecting to see from it 
after the first episode, you just kind of get really, really depressed. It really. Yeah. This is... But once you get the second episode, you actually start seeing character development, and I has a lot of potential. I mean, like we've mentioned in our preview about this before, it's very Ghost in the Shellish. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like, um, how do we say, uh, Ghost in the Shell meets Matrix meets a Cowboy Bebop in a yeah. sense. Just because the character looks like Spike. Yeah, that's just because the character looks like Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to see where they take this concept because the uh, computer controlling the city concept's not new, but I I, I really want to see what they're going to do with the story, and hopefully they're not going to be rehashing something that was created before. Oh, they will. They'll just take a yeah. turn on it. And then what I like about this anime too is this is our it fits some of our standards that we have. It's a production IG anime. Um, somehow they got the egoist from groping crown to be on here and we have a character that's the ending the ending has a has a groping crown ignis Ignis. and uh like this this is um this will be considered our serious anime that we tend to have um once in a blue moon once in a blue moon speaking of moons let's go on to our next anime right here And our next anime is Sword Art Online, and it's brought to you by... You like it, it likes you. <laughs> I, I'd say none up for some other reason. Nah, it's better than seven. Just add two yeah, to it. It's uh, I'm, two I'm sorry, I could not. I could not resist this. You, you guys know how much I love just finding all these like soda names they stick in everything. Yeah, I took completely missed it until you pointed out. I'm like, I had to go look for it again. I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. Um, all right, so. Since this is not a new anime, we'll kind of give you a refresh on what happened. Uh, last episode, we see the fastest bottle, bass bottle in history. How did you lose immortality? And the game's over? What? We're only halfway through! Alright, so... Um, game's over. The, 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 the name of the game, everybody's logged out, right? Yeah, so uh, we had about what over three thousand four hundred some odd, you know, hepl- helpless victims in the game that has been logged out. But apparently, only there's still three hundred of them are still in a comatose state. Yeah, that's um, for some reason they didn't log out, and these aren't including the ones that died. I don't think. Um, yeah. Other, which is still nuts. Um, and can I mention something before we move on? I hate Kirito's shocked face. <laughs> it's that dumb look where he's like, it's such a stupid looking face and they'll freeze frame on it too. Like, okay, good. I'm glad someone else pointed that out because yeah, that was, it's just, why? Yeah. Just why, guys? Why? <laughs> why? Um, but so, Sword Art Online's done. They've been, they were in there for literally three years and our hypothesis about it just being two, two yeah, two years. Um, two, two odds and plus. Yeah, so it what our hypothesis about it being in real time just being simulated i guess not true <laughs> time oh, oh. time actually passed on there and now they kind of well, throw- actually died <laughs> yeah they they kind of throw us in 2 months after kirito kind of beats uh, heathcliff or whatever the guy's real yeah, name heathcliff. was not the um, cat yeah. heathcliff 
and they're finally out and it looks like Kirito, he kind of told the uh, the Ministry of Internal Affairs that was kind of in charge of the investigation behind the Sword Art Online because, of course, what happens when you get 10,000 people stuck in a video game? Um, government's going to take a look into it. Um, he, he pretty much gave them everything you needed just so he could find Asuna. Um, Which is still a coma. Yeah. We've, we find out she's one of those 300 that's still in coma. Um, and it's kind of weird. Because this is a weird inflection point because we've grown to love some of these characters. Um, and I don't think we'll be seeing a lot, some of them anymore. Like um, the dude that he met on the first level on there. I yeah. I, I have a feeling uh-huh. we're not going to be seeing him the rest of the way. So um, Kirito's back into this first world. And that's part of the reason why he played a lot of video games in many ways. Because he was pretty much considered a uh, social outcast. Kind of like we are. That's why we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes, very much so. But we got introduced to his uh, sister, his yeah. little sister. She only says uh, like Suga. one line in the be- from the first half. And like she's like, I'm leaving now or something. Yeah, that's like the only thing you ever see of her. And then they just kind of like mention her a couple different times during the series because, you know, Kirito is talking about it because of uh, one of the characters that reminds, her, reminds him of her little sister. Yeah. And it turns out they're pretty fairly close um, on there because when she gets she she like visited him almost every day in the hospital while he's yeah. hooked up to the nerve gear. But then this is when you realize that uh, she that um, Kirito's mother actually is his aunt. <laughs> yeah, because um, I thought it was the the way we kind of got introduced to her from the other way around. I thought it was Kirito's mom that adopted his sister. Her name's uh, Juga. Um, yeah, and uh, but I guess it was all the way around. Kirito got adopted, so on there. Um, and we don't know the we don't know the real story behind yeah. that one. And then it looks so Kirito found Asuna. It looks like he's been visiting her every single day on there. Um, and we we also find out that uh, um, what so the game company Argus that made Sword Art Online. They, uh, after getting sued and just investigated, they went bankrupt. So all the assets and the technology got transferred to a company called Retco, or Recto, which happens to be uh, Asuna's father. She actually, he owns the company, um, which is shortened to RCT on there. Um, and so we kind of learned about a little bit about that. And the funny thing is, actually, before we go on, I... I they try to mention this is like some of those sword wielding skills that Kirito had in Sword Art Online kind of transferred back into the real world because he was using it um, for sparring against his sister on there. So that's that's kind of that's kind of an interesting thing, like because as they said when you're in the nerve gear that you're pretty much disconnected from your body, but then it's still an extension of your body being transferred to the nerve gear. You know, so that means essentially whatever you are doing in the game can actually transfer to your body, like your muscle memory, so to speak. But at the same time, since they've been gone, he's been down for two years now, off like being, you know... Muscle atrophy. Uh, yeah, muscle atrophy. So uh, what they mentioned in the show is that he was uh, going to the gym and trying to rehabilitate his body and everything. Yeah. So that's why he was sparring with his uh, little sister. But, um, you know, he kept up with her because she's apparently, like, one of the top eighth, eight. Eighth? In... Eighth of... Yeah, one of yeah. the top eights. Uh, yeah, Kendo... Japan. So that that was kind of interesting. It's kind of 
I was really worried when they finished the game. I'm like, what are they going to do? Are they just going to drag out this search for Asuna? Where, like, that's episode after episode, Kirito's just going to be searching all over Japan for her on there. And, um, but this kind of, they, they take it a little farther where, than most animes do. Cause, you know, most animes, happy ending, that's all. You don't hear anything about it after. This kind of takes you what happens after this two year trauma for people. You know, and I'm, I'm hoping we see some of those past players and see if some of them are traumatized or if the game, you know, gave them more courage to live out life a little bit better. But we uh, do see one character, one familiar face. We see Adel, you know, Agle, Agle. Yeah, I'm saying it right, Agle. You know, the... The shopkeeper. The, the, the shopkeeper, yeah. yeah. He He's running a, a bar. You know, it's funny yeah. it's like barely any difference he's still behind a counter somewhere <laughs> he is still behind a counter just, just just a bartender now yeah so we see him and he's, and he seems to be doing fine yeah he seems to be fine and the reason why i actually see him is because he sends it looks like kirito and him stayed in contact and kirito sent him a, or um eagle sent kirito a uh picture to him that looked like asuna and because everybody at this point just assumed that um, all those 300 people, they're never coming back. They're just going to be stuck in their nerve gear for the rest of their lives on there. Um, and But it happens to be that they got a picture of it from this game, which I can't pronounce. It's called uh, Alvheim Online. And I'm like, oh, crap. We're going to have to rename this to AHO, aren't we? Aho. 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 Not Aho. Not Aho. Aho. And... They find out the game's actually owned by Retco. Ret, Retco. And the weird thing about it is um, we, we kind of discover the link right there is because one day when uh, Kirito's visiting Asuno, you know, we meet this new character and his name is uh, Sengo. And apparently he's an old family friend. And you know how it works in Asian families. Old family friends, that's a boy. Uh, family has a daughter. Guess what? They're probably arranged to be married. <laughs> Um, not not quite anything new, but um, it kind of looks like. And then uh, Sugo kind of admits to Kirito that Asuna never liked him, and it's kind of creep too. Um, no, creep is one word itself. I just call him a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, outright, outright, just done. Yeah, and he's uh, he says that he's gonna marry Asuna in a week, and course the families they all adore each other so they're so pretty much kirito has a week to figure out how to get asuna out of coma on there um so they discover the um, aho game right there and so you think people wouldn't go into another game like um, sword art right because last time people got trapped um but the difference with aho is uh you know what you want to explain this so AHO is divided up is actually is Sword Art Online. It's piggybacking off of the original server and just re-encoding it into a different game. But essentially, it's using what was a, an older version of the kernel. Yeah. So, so the engine and the um, mechanics—it's all the same. It's it's exactly the same, and it just looks different. The, the biggest difference is is you can fly. You can uh, you gain. Yeah. So they'll, essentially, the game is actually translates to land of fairies. So you play like one of nine fairy races that compete to each other to get to the top of the castle. Yeah, and it's more PvP. 
P based instead of P versus E. PVE here. Yeah. Toy versus enemy. Um, but unfortunately, like with all good things, uh, you're limited to flying, so you can't really, you know, stay in the air forever. As long as you have uh, glittering wings, so to speak, you can fly. <laughs> like Peter Pan, I guess. I wonder how many cosplayers we're going to see now with glittering wings for AHO. Oh, I'm guaranteed <laughs> to see a, a ton of them. I mean, we just had like anime bonsai a couple weeks ago, and I saw two Kiritos. Oh, I, I, I really need to commission Bill to make me those swords. Yeah, dude. Would they seriously, not be cool? Dude. Oh, they look good. They look great. I would love to. I would love to own them. I, I, look, I may I, not do the cosplay, but I'd love to own them. Just I put them on the wall. I look like Kirito. I'm skinny enough, right? Yeah, you could. I'm not. I'm, I'm too fat. <laughs> but you're wearing your uh, pollen storm. Yes, I am. <laughs> Tried and true T-shirt, guys. Band T-shirt right there. Um, so Kirito kind of goes into it, and uh, when he goes into it, he the like the control systems. Of, since it's piggyback, it looks all the same. And then he goes through his inventory, and remember what what happened to Sordot? He stored Yui's memories into his nerve gear. So if his all his old inventory and his stats are still there, he looks into it and he finds Yui, and she pops up on there um and uh she turns into a pixie yes it's an, uh, a personal support pixie is what they yeah. call it call her i think yeah I, I i thought it was funny because now she's like all even she was small before but now she's even like more miniature size and she did like a sailor moon transportation <laughs> yeah that was that was like uh, how could how can you make this any more like uh, fan-based Let's get a character who's already small and chibi and turn her into a pixie. Yeah. Let's just do that, guys. Let's, yeah. But the terms of the terms of this game is that it's kind of like Sword Art, except Kirito, yeah, it's like it's yeah. essentially everything that Kirito did in Sword Art is transferred over to this game now. So he's got like immense yeah. like skills and yeah. like everything. So, so he was the top player. So so now are are you kind of worried they might repeat the same things they kind of did before? In Sword Art, I'm, because I'm very worried because now it's Kirito, some and he's already like, specked buffness yeah. with wings, so now he can yeah. fly. Um, but I'm, very poorly. I'm really interested what they're gonna do right there, and I don't know. I like, just have this thing in a week that he's supposed to. So in a week, he's gonna have to like learn this new game, climb. I guess. Climb a tower or something like that. I don't know the exact uh, the exact details on this, but and then have to rescue Asuka before she gets married in a comatose. Yeah, um, good douchebag. Yeah, to, to be honest, out of the three animes we watched this week, this is the weakest out of them. And usually, Sword Art would be ranking top yeah. for the last season. So I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's kind of yeah, weird. Episodes is putting it pretty low. Yeah, it's because they're they, they're kind of separating it because. There's still this dynamic between uh, Kirito and his uh, cousin that they're still trying to work out in the real life, and then now he, he's like you're splitting your time between the real world and this digital world because obviously they made it so you're not trapped in AHO on there, and I don't know how that's going to turn out really. It's, yeah, because you can kill people and not suffer consequences. Yeah. Anymore, so. I'm, I'm not sure how they're going to fit this all into 12 episodes. Where you yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. I mean, it just feels like they're gonna, they're it's gonna be rushed, so to speak. Yeah. You know, there's gonna be like maybe ten episodes of them getting Asuna, and then the last two of them are just like aftermath of what happens or yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, know. Oh. um, 
hopefully we'll ho- hopefully they'll pull it out you know because it's been good so far so i'm I'm hoping they'll pull it out all right so uh speaking of pulling things out let's go to our next anime and i don't even know where they got half the ideas for this thing <laughs> And our next anime is Tornari no Kaibutsukun, and it's brought to you by Monja. I have no idea what Monja is, but it looks good, and I want some. It's also good to have with you, Pet Rooster. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's give you kind of a background of uh, Tornari no Kaibutsukun, or as I'm going to call it, Tornari, because it's long. <laughs> so it happens to be about uh, Mitsu, uh, Mitsutani Shizuka. And she's in her first year at uh, Soyo High School and entirely mirrored what I did when I was in high school. Everything was about studying, getting top grades, and getting into a good college, being successful in life. Everything else is extraneous. Don't need friends, don't need extracurriculars, unless it's studying. Um, she's got. Three is now. Yeah, she, uh. <laughs> she's. <laughs> thanks a lot, Dita. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hey, I'm no better. <laughs> um, but she's she's even gotten a reputation of being called dry ice because when she was like in third grade, her uh, the class bunny died, and she's like, "Can I go study now?" It's cold. Um, she dry ice cold. Yeah. Uh, but um, she actually normally she has a classmate that sits next to her named Yoshida Haru, but she hasn't seen him since the first day of high school because he got. In, trouble for punching some seniors that was picking on some guy um they have a hospital mind you yeah and there's blood stains everywhere everywhere <laughs> no it's just a it's just a big body blood stain on the wall yeah kind of like from a zombie koriwa zombie yeah it's actually very similar um, so the story is about those two right there um and we'll just go into the first discussion topic because the first episode pretty much sets us up with what to expect in this anime. And it's the dynamic between Haru and uh, Shizuku. Because the homeroom teacher kind of suckers uh, Shizuku to taking some papers and homework to Haru. And apparently his, his dad owns an arcade and that's where he spends all his time. <laughs> on there. Um, but uh, he goes gives it to her and um, Haru's like... So this is what it feels like to have a friend bring you homework when you're sick. Are you my friend? And that kind of describes this dynamic between the two. Um, First impressions. First impressions is just like weird and very closed-minded. Like closured. Yeah. Sheltered. Sorry, it's a word looking for. Sheltered. Like, I honestly thought this anime was just going to be just throwing ideas and no, like, contiguous storyline whatsoever. But they kind of bring it together a little bit right there. And, um... Shizuku, she's just like annoyed with him all the time. It's like, why is this idiot here? Because he, he seems like an idiot. Because his tempers easily uh, goes off. He'll just run off and do something. And Punch uh, anyone, anything. Yeah, like he'll he'll find a dog. It's like it was a stray dog. And like that dog is a collar. I don't know if it's stray or not. <laughs> a rottweiler uh, with, a, with a stray with a collar on. Yeah. And um, by the end of the first episode. Um, Haru's already confessing his feelings for his, like, I'm in love with you. 
on there, and she's like, "Ugh, get this freak away!" I want to go study. Real friends. Yeah, she pretty much was like, "I want to go study. I don't want to." Why is this annoying guy following me? Uh, Um, but the thing is, she starts getting distracted while she's studying and stuff, and it's it's kind of weird. And then Haru has a secret too, um, because. The reason why Shizuku's trying so hard is because she wants to be on top. But when they were having their uh, opening ceremonies on the first day of school, she wasn't the uh, student giving the opening speech. Guess who it was, Dito? It was Haru, because uh, he actually scored higher than her in the in the grade. So, and she was just felt like she needed to redeem herself from that, so she spends all her time in the midterms trying to get top place. Yeah, I, I, I actually I like this idea because we have Shizuku, who's the kind of classic stu- study all student, and then you got this like carefree guy who's wild, and he's he's brilliant too. And just throwing them into that mix, it's just a good combination between the two, where they're just on opposite sides of the spectrum even though they're both brilliant and they kind of just end up fighting with each other on their, um, and so, and unlike sword art online where they spend two whole episodes on how Asuna and Kirito are lebi debi, they, they, that's, that's more of like a second thought in the, in this anime on there. Um, and kind of goes on to this, the second point that I was going to talk about is how, um, as uh, Shizuku, you know, she goes from having no friends to having this guy who's essentially her boyfriend. And then they introduce this character, uh, Natsume. And I let's just say I've seen walls smarter than her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. Um, like she really, she really is an idiot. Um, she is one of those like, um, how how do you want to put him? Uh, internet junkies you know ones who start up all these forum posts and uh, name it after themselves and post stuff about themselves oh am i going too far uh, i'm just so joking familiar i don't know where that's from <laughs> no but seriously like she really like she is so into like the whole uh, internet scene because she feels that that's where whole, her, all her friends are you know like how people on um playing online games and everything who have a community of the friends but they don't know anyone personally you know that's essentially what she is yeah and like her her personality is just knowing those people online she doesn't really have any friends because she's um what she claims she's self-proclaimed cute on there yes and then all the other girls don't want to be her friends because you know she's that girl where all the guys kind of fawn over her on that um and the funny thing is like i love how they bring her in and she's just this contrast for um, Haru and uh, Shizuku because you know Haru and Shizuku are totally in love with each other. Um, and then you throw in Natsumi, it kind of gives you this perspective because Haru and Shizuku are just these like misfits, outcasts, you know. Not, not People tend not to befriend them because Haru's just nuts. <laughs> yes, and, he is, and, he's uh, outright. Yeah. He's not crazy or psycho, he's just wild. Yeah, and Shizuku's just, you know, she's just so ice cold, everybody's scared of her. And you you throw him into that, and it kind of gives you perspective on that you see these three characters together, and then you never really see them interacting with anybody else except the teacher. And it kind of gives you, like, before, all of them were individually isolated. 
But when you throw them together, you get this like crazy mix in between that's, you know, fun to watch, to be honest with you. But then you do have to add one more thing to the mix to make it just that much better. A rooster. Yes. I don't know why they did this, but I think it was a good idea is that one day Haru just comes to school and just has a rooster underneath his shirt. He found it in the rain. All right. I'm waiting for the day the owner of that rooster just comes back and it's like, where's my rooster? I don't think they will, but like Haru is so naive on stuff. Like he is very brilliant, but he's very naive. So he just kind of like, will just assume stuff very illogically, but at the same time too, it makes sense to him. Yeah. And like I said, he's still a genius. Like he would have scored higher on the midterms of Shizuku if he remembered to put his name on the paper. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, I like when I when I first saw this anime, I was really skeptical. This honestly wasn't my pick for this, but I, when I watched the second episode, there's just something about this anime that kind of drew me to it. Maybe because of the parallels of Shizuku. Oh boy, we we got a we got a um, paralleled KT Shizuku. Actually, I'm probably Ross. a combination of both Haru and Shizuku put together. Which man. I think I need help. <laughs> yes. You need lots of help in plastic surgery. Um, but I, I'm I'm really interested. This is kind of the fun anime that we picked, and I honestly don't know where they're going with this. Because they've already confessed to each other and there's gonna be I'm a seeing, beach episode. I'm seeing a lot, seeing a lot of just, potential here. I'm seeing yeah. I'm seeing a lot of potential here just because it's like this there's an anime that I watched a long time ago called Toradora. And it had a lot of it had a lot of those elements in this one too. So I see this being a very fun, just upbeat, yeah. slapstick humor comedy anime. Yeah, we kind of need that because we're a little downer heavy. Because <laughs> yeah. psychopaths. It's as much as psychopaths seems to be downer. I'm actually quite enjoying yeah. it from the first two episodes. Um. So like, and then well, that's all our animes now. And if you've watched our show before, usually we'll go longer than this. But um, I hope you like our kind of new format where we're not just retelling you what's happening. We're kind of going into more discussions and, you know, highlighting the points that we like. Um, if you like it, let us know. If you want the old format, let us know too. Kita at ktbeta.net. Um, make sure you check us out on our social networks, facebook.com slash ktdatanet for our Facebook page. Um, on Twitter, it's at ktdata. Google Plus, if you search for Kita Anime Podcast, we'll be there. Um, for all of you who are watching live that are wondering where episode 7 is um, it's actually going to be published right after we finish this I ran into some issues with uh, one of the themes we ended up playing on our uh, fall anime preview so I had to go back and fix that but that will be up very shortly so if you're watching live the plan is tonight you're going to get episode 7 of Kita tomorrow episode 2 of the Kick Cast, and then Thursday you should get this episode out on the Hopefully you'll see that. Um, of course, ktdata.net. Like I said in our opening ad, we have lots of boxes. I have, I've on myself. I have two full boxes of figures. I need to open and review and three three movie movie reviews. And then Dito, how much crap you got over there? Well, let's see. Um, this is the one I'm working on right now. I'm trying to get this out. You now the Saber uh, Cruiser. Trying to get this one out. I have it currently set up right now. I just need to take some. I need to take some more um, actual photos of it. Um, then I also got um, probably I did my Zone of the Enders, so you know that's already out on there. So check that out. 
and I think I have what two more. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot I, coming up. Make sure you keep your eyes on that. And uh, of course, we do this every other week because I do KitCast on the off weeks of this. Um, so our next one is November twentieth. Yes, oh, and then uh, probably around that same Christmas time period, you'll see that my um, Neanderthal look will get more shaggy. Oh. So if anybody wants to find a bearded man, let me know and I'll give you Dito's number. <laughs> Don't check you know, stick beards. Right? Uh, not, not me. Not my. I, I, I look pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Somebody told me chick stick beards. But, um, Tito, as always, it, it's a blast to do this with you. Gives me an excuse to watch anime, gives me an excuse to talk to you. And, uh, I don't know. Anything else? Oh, Tiki doesn't want to talk to me during the week. I don't know. <laughs> For you, you guys watching, always, it's fun. You know, I love getting feedback from you guys too on there. Um, anything else to say, Dito? No, I think that's about it. It's... All right, guys. See you in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> Creepy old man. That, that laugh. It's like we've been doing it for a year and still never gets old. <laughs>